person to say like that's like fucking cheating you go in and say hey can i have this plant but can you make it taste like bacon you never hear anybody say like yo can i can i have some bacon but can you make it taste like a solid you know it's that's fucking genius are like that vegans are the people that aren't invited to the party so they have a party outside of the house that's what vegans are that's what vegans do. Vegans you ever had like a, a vegan person that show up to your barbecue and then he was like, and they ask, do you have a vegan option? I'm like, no, can you get the fuck out? <laughs> they like that nigga that you go to Atlanta and they take a train down to Atlanta and just pop up and won't fucking leave you alone the whole time in Atlanta. <laughs> <laughs> and then try to start a fight while you're in fucking Atlanta. <laughs> Another edition of the Glorious Bastards Podcast. I am Ehas and the Bastards are in the building. Show enough. Greetings. It is I. Ugodust. What the fuck was that? Oh, yes, I too am so. You're not going to do it, yo. Ooh, ah, you too. <laughs> so down with it. You freak. <laughs> yo, the rock called Gold Dust a freak. He wanted to call him something else and started with an F. He did. But he couldn't you're, say that shit. You're the F, like, how I like trail you off. Freak? He was like, you freak. <laughs> you, can tell, you can tell, like, he wanted, he was on that, that cusp of that he was on that moment. He's about to lose that fucking gridiron gang role that year. He really he was. was. He really was. So yeah, so that's uh, gold dust in the building with yeah. us tonight. What's up, Justin? Where you at? <laughs> do we got do we got moments again? I thought you were in this last year. Look at look, look at me, King. <laughs> <laughs> I stare at my eyes, God. Yes. What's my name, man? No. Come on, player. <laughs> it's it's no. Justin. It's Jay Spratt, man. It's Jay Spratt. He ain't got no dick, man. He ain't got no dick, man. But dick don't work. I ain't got no dick, man. All right, Reef. Tell me your name's Reef. Oh, my bad. I was trying to catch a kingler. Is a kingler doing here? Son of a bitch. Oh, uh. <laughs> Ass. My name is Reef. You can put a DJ in front of that and a reject in between it. DJ reject Reef? Yeah. That's a little puzzle for you, a word puzzle. A lot of people wouldn't have got she was they would have been like DJ Reef Reject. We're fucking stupid. <laughs> so we got what? DJ Reject Reef in the building. We got Sprat. We got Gold Dust. <sighs> we also have Now nah, I'm not really Gold Dust. 
<laughs> yes, he is. You he thought about us. that, didn't you? We're I'm calling you Goldust for the rest of the pie. Yep. Now, my name's really Elijah Davis with a D. No, it's Goldie. Davis with a D. <laughs> How else did you spell it? It's French. <laughs> Elijah Javi. <laughs> Some people spell it with a uh, silent H at the beginning. Elijah Javi. Hell is Daddy. There's really a fucking Kangler down here. Yeah, where is this thing at? We also got Ant Man in the studio. And we also have Adrian in the studio. She and her. She's AKA. What's your, what's your name on uh, Instagram? Yeah, you changed the name like. AJ the nothing. I think it's like. Ain't, ain't that like Badrian or something like that? Hey, that's your hot. That's your hot Badrian. We got Badrian and Ant Man 2K in the studio with their family. They're. 1.5 children. Yo, it's funny because you asked Adrian what her nicknames was. I forgot Ant-Man is his fucking nickname. And that's not his real fucking name. His birth certificate does not say Ant-Man. I'm forgetting <laughs> that shit. I'm, I'm like, yo, what's, what's Ant-Man's fucking nick? Oh, that is. <laughs> what his is mother Ant-Man's did not say? nickname? Like, you say, it's a boy. If it's a girl, we're going to name her Estelle. If it's a boy, maybe Ant-Man. <laughs> Estelle out of all names? Yeah, that's I don't hideous. know. That's a beautiful name. It's not. Who was that chick that was a singer? Her name was Estelle. Where's she at? She's still singing. She's still singing. Who was that chick? She still sings? Yes. Yeah, she's still you around. You basically said yeah. she, she was, was dead. Who was that chick whose name was Estelle that was a singer that sang those songs that I really liked? What song like, did she have? That's what I meant. American, American, boy. American Boy with Kanye. Yeah. Right. If you came to America for any boy, <laughs> why would it be fucking yay? I mean, she does he made he everybody famous. Yeah, that's true. Oh, my God. <laughs> Yo, shout out to Kanye. Shout out to Kim. He caught a dub today. I think he won. Did he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think he did. Yeah, I'm sick of Taylor Swift. I ain't going to He dropped a fucking bomb on that shit. Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift. I I just don't trust her, man. Something about her makes Because she's fake humble. Yeah. You don't trust a white woman from Redden, PA. I've been telling you this for years. (laughs) And she built like this mic stand. Yes. Duly noted. She from Renton? Yeah. Really? Yeah. I did not know that shit. Ain't Christina Aguilera from there too? She's from Pittsburgh. Oh, that don't count. That's crazy though, because she always tries to act. She she puts on this fake, this fake surprise, fake humble act it's, all the time. It's the most bullshit fake humble act I, of all. Like it's something about her that just like you could tell Taylor Swift is one of those Jones. She's the know? queen of humble bragging. Yeah, I I, I don't appreciate it. So I'm kind of glad Kim kind of put her out there. Either, I'm not a big fan of Kim Kardashian either, but she did kind of. She, but she timed it right with a TV show premiering too. <laughs> that was kind of lit. That was good stuff. But yeah, it's too much shit going on right now, so I don't even know where to start. But all I know is it's my birthday. God damn it! It's, it's not time your birthday. To get lit. It is my birthday. It's not your birthday. It is my birthday. It's not. Fucker. Sorry. <laughs> what? He just took a shot. I just took a shot. What? That's that's what's in that cup? Some grown-up juice. Stay out of grown-up business. Put it, <laughs> you put it in your gym drawer, though. Your gym canteen yeah. thing, Jiggy. This is my workout tonight. Oh my god! <laughs> I never seen nobody do that shit in my life. This fucking, this fucking hilarious. You go to the fucking gym with some vodka. I'm gonna forget. I'm gonna forget and leave this joint in the in there where I'm gonna go to the gym. You run half a mile and get dehydrated. Get dehydrated. Yeah, you dehydrated after that. I'm gonna get lit. I'm in the gym lit, like doing push-ups, drawing. I don't know, yo, but no, nah, this this is probably the best thing to put it in right now. So I'm getting lit. I don't I'm, care. 
That's like the time I went to Yoga High, so. You you that's what you're supposed to do? That room was hot as shit, but I was fucking big, so (laughs) shit was rolling. (laughs) The yoga? Yo, because I thought it was going to wear off. Nope. (laughs) Not at all. So do you keep keep your balance when you're high? I was was in the zone. That was one of the better days. One of the better? You putting your leg behind your head? No, not yet. (laughs) For anybody no. who doesn't know what Sprat looks like, um, Sprat is a man of of a uh, of much stature. I don't think really of uh, he's 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 a lot of man. Think of a machoke. And then, <laughs> and then you call Sprat a macho? Don't just spend them little ass legs, bro. Yo. I don't skip leg day. Yeah, it's the macho, bro. <laughs> Yeah, either way, Sprat is, like, too big to be, like, trying to keep his balance. But my balance is, like, impeccable now. But Even if with he falls, man. there will be a tragedy. Which, that's a rarity. And he doesn't fall. I, th- th- there was one time, it wasn't even really a fall. We was playing ball. And I think I tried to, like, rebound. And you went up for it. And somehow I fell down. And then you fell <laughs> on top of me. Yeah. And, and like, it was in here. slow motion. And I, I was like screaming. I could have moved out the fucking way, but I was like watching the Colossusness just falling <laughs> towards me. He landed on my fucking face. I was like, rrr, rrr. like he was like, oh sorry, bro. And he rolled into my fucking arm and skinned my arm on the court. I'm like, just get the fuck off me. Said, oh, then he somehow rolled onto my fucking knee. Like, I was just being a dick at that you point. You hit one spot and took my whole body out. Yeah, bro. I was being a dick at that one point. <laughs> I could easily got up. Yeah. Basically, to give you a, a visual, Sprat is is like Michael Orr after he got adopted. That's what basically looks no like. And Jesse's like, hey, hey, hey. Like don't imagine you, a Samoan. Don't, don't fly. <laughs> imagine a Samoan. Imagine, imagine a Samoan. Samoan. What kind of? I mean, that's uh, pretty much a Samoan. Then don't imagine J Mar because he is Samoan. <laughs> yeah. Shout out to J Mar. We've been saying that J Mar is Samoan for He's like, not Samoan. Well, he's no. fucking Samoan. For some Samoan. reason, Elijah has been trying to convince J Mar that he is Samoan. Damn. He is. <laughs> J has been trying to tell him, yo, I'm not Samoan. J Mar, I know we. How do you say that last name? N O I. N O I. N O I. A notice of intent. N O I. No, that's, that's how you say that shit. Yeah. That's why I hate foreign people. Whoa! Oh, 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 oh. Let's not do this. Let's not do this. Because they come to this fucking country. No. They can't pronounce no. shit. No. <laughs> what are you, a Republican now? And no, I. That, that, that is not like fucking Africans. They come here oh, with, 43, with 43 letters in there. Yeah. Nate. Nate. His, his last name is like Huadabanadigwo or some shit. It's got like 46 what letters. What did you add on to there? No, because it's spelled like D G. It's spelled D G Y N Y H A. Yeah, it's some terrorist shit. Terrorist? That's about two ends. Just two ends back to back. He knows. Doesn't belong in the fucking French. Is there a proxy between the ends? Huh? No. Okay. It probably so is. So it's two, just two ends. It starts with two ends. Right? So I, we're going to be determined to bring Nate onto the podcast so he can, like, spell his last name for us. Nate not anywhere. It starts with two ends and ends in GWU. It's like not a group. Because oh, right? he's Nigerian. Isn't it, isn't it pronounced like not a group? Yeah. 
It's pronounced not a group. Fucking Polish people come here with all their consonants. Yo, what, 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 what are you doing? <laughs> I love Polish Fucking land here to sit like Sugarnowski and it's like a whole bunch of fucking consonants before you get to the vowel. It's like when you go to fucking Thanksgiving. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Where are you going with this? You I'm so confused re- as to where you're going with this. He don't know where you're going. It's like when you go to Thanksgiving. Africans, the Polacks, the like when you go to fucking Thanksgiving and you fill your plate with a bunch of goddamn side dishes and then you realize I got no room for the fucking the turkey. You Tell your last it. names already. Pull all these fucking S's and Z's and C's. <laughs> then they say, oh shit, we need vowels in this last name. So you got a last name like Krishnowski or... This is so bad. I know Krishnowski though. Fucking Lithuanians, Polacks, the <laughs> goddamn Lithuanian. Germans with their evil ass... I fucking hate foreigners. With they don't Germans belong. Germans with their evil, evil ass, ass names. What's wrong with you, yo? Cause, fuck these people. They don't... <laughs> with the way they pronounce shit. I hate it. Benoit. This is look like it's Benoit. That is fucking Benoit. That is not Benoit. How do you take a T and make it an A? Because French. You know French. Because fuck them. They're French. I hate the goddamn French too. Yo! Well, you know if you get to them, then you're foreign, right? Yeah. yeah, but I don't go over there ever, so I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the wrong. That's the wrong point taken. Yo, soon, soon as I get off that fucking boat, I don't know I'm taking a boat there. They going to just throw rocks. Well, you know why you taking a boat, yeah. yeah. That's how we got that's here. That's what's wrong with your kind. You don't travel. <laughs> <laughs> you dare to go swim. <laughs> Yo, I can't swim. All lives matter. Uh, all lives matter. Yo, fuck all lives, especially the foreign ones. Burning crosses matter. Shit. So, we all all matter. so that's what we're doing? We're going there? That's what we're doing. What are you saying, do. man? Speaking of Germany. <laughs> oh, my <laughs> God. Speaking of Germany. That's how so, how? All right, so, so, um, it was, uh, in the, in the current events, we didn't, we didn't even honestly know where to start. With this podcast, and we're just doing it because it, it's our birthdays. It's not mine. Uh, it's not mine. What's a brief? It's not Reef, it's mine. It's not Reef's birthday, which is insignificant. Mine's hey, my birthday, which um, is a pregame, which is the main event, and his is the cleanup. No, and, uh, you are it's a when dark you bring match. Reef's birthday. Okay, so Reef's birthday is the day after mine, so it's like you're a dark match. Over no, here. it's it's like you know when you have the game going on, and then the game is over, and you bring the bums in to just play. Oh. You know Damn. what? Hot's oh. birthday is like when a girl is topping you off and then she just stops. <laughs> <laughs> but the thing is, if that's the case, then she's my birthday is when she's topping me off, and then your birthday is when she stops. No, you fail. No. You fail. No. No. And then when it's my birthday, she's like, "Oh, I feel bad about topping them off." Let me give him the full package. No, get the fuck out of here. Yeah. <laughs> and then she pulls out a dick. <laughs> I'm a man. I don't know about foreplay. When she pulls out the full package, it's yeah. a dick, yo. Yeah. <laughs> she pulled out Lex Luger. It's yeah. like you're the demo disc and I'm the full PlayStation. Oh, my God. Shut the front door. No, Anyway, I was getting to a point. We didn't know where, where we were going with this podcast. Um, and... In root here, I actually found out, like, we were like, yo, all right, we picked the topic, and then next thing you know, something else happened, and then we're like, oh, man, we got to talk about this, and something else happened. We're like, damn, how are we going to add all of this stuff on? Then we finally got something put together, and we got here, and when we got here, I get more breaking news that there's a 17-year-old Afghan refugee, I believe, that went on a train in Germany. Wielding an axe and a knife 
injuring about 20 people. We got breaking news also. You got breaking news? North Korea fired three missiles. Where? Where? Jesus. Didn't they just do that like last week? It just happened an hour ago. <laughs> they do this shit every fucking week. See these goddamn Koreans. <laughs> <laughs> they created the day woo, hey. How can they I created the day woo. They created God the day woo. The buy one, get one free car. That and is I one, had one. That and is it was one the best car that makes everything. Guys. That was the best car that we ever had as a squad. We all piled into that car and the brakes didn't work. And and it was broken down every weekend, but god damn it, it got us everywhere. No, God's when this nigga had a Daewoo car <laughs> and said, Yeah, I'm licensed to carry and pulled out a Daewoo gun. <laughs> yo, this nigga got stock in this shit, yo. This nigga got a wheel and a burner. And a Daewoo TV too. Microwave was Daewoo. Microwave. And then everything just broke down and then we just kinda of pretend that we never had it in the And yeah, then you get to go to Target and get other shit. Pretty much. But I digress about Korea and uh, everything else. Yeah, so I was talking about the attack in Germany. Apparently, the train was in between stations. Um, it made an emergency stop. Um, and the guy jumped out of the train after attacking about 15 to 20 people. And my question, as Reef posed earlier, is 15 to 20 people were attacked with a fucking axe, yo. My question is, who were these 15 to the 20? Who was the 10th person? My thing is, Who's the fifth? how did you allow this man to attack nine people before you with an axe and then get to you? I'm assuming. I'm just saying, then when he gets to the 10th person, there's 10 other people removed standing there going, holy shit, what's going on? And I'm assuming he's with an axe, so it got stuck in somebody. You can't figure a way to get out. I don't care if, I don't care if he was going around just, just poke, poking motherfuckers so with a sound. knife. How do you how do you get to twenty people with a knife or an axe? And I mean, but the thing is, I guess it happened like so they said, in close quarters, so maybe. quickly in close quarters. You're in a in a close area while the train is moving, mind you. So you it's not like you have a means of egress. You can't get out, and you're and most of the time you're just everybody's panicking, running everywhere, every which way. So. When you really think about it, it's understandable, but it still seems a little crazy. And I guess I can Monday morning quarterback, being in America, I can be like, well, I would have just. I did. kicked his ass. <laughs> he would have. He would have. You probably would have been the, the only casualty. No, I played too many, too much World of Warcraft for that shit. I, I don't know, it. yo. What? The, what's that gonna do? Ever, has, has a nigga ever pulled the axe on you? <clears throat> uh. You just think about it. In real life, not in World of Warcraft? Or in, any other video in game. real, in for realsies? Yeah, in Sears. What? What? Yeah. But what, what, he's trying to... So you were on the clock. Yes. I've never picked one up, so I guess to wave it 20 times to people. Well, I'll, I'll pick one up. Um, Same here. It depends a lot of like, upper body strength. Like, yeah. That nigga worked out. See, that's he why... He 17 as well, so... So you got the youth, you got the youth on the side. See, that's the problem with this. They need to ban axes because, see, things like this, seriously, things like they need to start banning axes. Well, wait. It's our right to, to bear axes. I don't think that's in anybody's constitution. <laughs> how else do we get firewood? Huh? How, how else do we get firewood? I'm pretty sure that's a thousand other ways to get firewood. I only know way. Why the fuck do you need firewood? Hey, you got some, some people. Got fire. Some people don't live in the hood, all right, and have chimneys with fireplaces. <laughs> or, try, or people try to buy, try to build fire pits in their backyards. I want a fire pit so bad. 
But we, we really didn't know where to go with this shit, man. Like, seriously. It was like so much shit going on. Um, like, that, that whole German thing was literally not too long ago. So, it, like, while we were getting ready to record, we that breaking news came in. So, it was ridiculous. Yo, fucking, um, what else? Oh, the, uh, everything going on. I mean, we look at the, uh, the Nice truck thing. Oh, that was ridiculous. That's like straight out of a Die Hard movie. Straight out of a Die Hard movie. Yo, you know Sylvester Stallone was there? Really? He He actually got hurt. Hurt. Are you serious? But he wasn't, um, he wasn't seriously hurt, but he actually got hurt. Sylvester Stallone and his family was actually there during the uh, the truck the truck attack. Um, we could have lost Rocky. That'd have been the greatest tragedy of the fucking century. Yo, if we'd have lost Sylvester Stallone, yo, that shit probably would have brought a war. To be honest, but I don't know, man. Like you got you got all of that shit. I, I feel like there's a lot of shit going on. This um, kind of I don't know. I feel like it's like all a part of something bigger. You know what I mean? World War Three. Like, yeah, like... I've been saying it's like, it's movable parts that they keep... That they keep moving around for something... Something much, much Yo, bigger. The Hunger Games. Yo, like, every... Like, there's so many things going on abroad, and then there's so many things going on domestically with police brutality, quote-unquote, and uh, there's, um, you know, the, the shootings and police shootings and the, you know it all started with the um, well most recently it all started with the Alton Sterling and Philando Castile stuff R.I.P. to know um, Alton Sterling he was uh, apparently he was in front of a store selling um, CDs I believe yeah, CDs and DVDs or something like yeah, that yeah he was the CD man he was CDs DVDs whatever and and the cops got a call about a man threatening other people with a gun and they came up and they had an altercation with Mr. Sterling and then he ended up dead so um, I don't know um, that kind of s- s- started it off uh, in the most recent protest so I, I want to get y'all thoughts on that Like, what, what do y'all think in regards to that specific shooting like and that specific uh, encounter with another black man. I mean, and I and we can't say he was unarmed because they they say they did find a gun on him. No, they they showed the gun. Right. The, so, the um, so <clears throat> what do we say? You know, was he reaching? Was he not? I don't know. They just duffed him out and called it a day and arrested him. I don't know. But it's a sick situation. The video didn't help. Shit, the video didn't help? No, nah, I was like... Then in terms of what, you're saying? It like, didn't help what? It didn't help the police or it didn't help... It didn't help the police because, like, I don't... From what I've seen, like, his hands were pinned down, so... Yeah. Like, uh, it, this is a tough situation. Yeah. I saw the, um... You know, it's two videos, right? Yeah. 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 First video, I um I got a lot of questions raised about that, and either way, I think that it was one of those things where I, I I'm I'm really I've I've read the comments and the opinions on it, 
And the initial story that I was that everybody, from what I could see, a lot of the cop supporters and stuff were saying was that the store owner called the store owner called the police because Sterling was outside with a firearm threatening people, and the store owner was scared with him out there. The cops came, he resisted, they found a gun on him, and they opened fire. Then, about a day later. The store owner comes out and says, I never called the police. Furthermore, he was a good friend of mine. He's been out there for years selling CDs and DVDs. And the store owner even said well, the entire time, he, he released a second video. And he said he didn't resist arrest. He asked them, why are you guys here? Why are you even stopping me or approaching me? And they proceeded to try to arrest him. And he just kept demanding to know what were the charges. What sounds believable was held to me. The store owner, I don't see any reason for him to lie about it. So, um, right there, a lot of the stories that the cop supporters, not the police in general, but the cop supporters, were trying to throw out there as to why he deserved to be shot were already conflicting with facts. And I was very vocal about that, too, because a lot of them were trying to do the, well, maybe if he did this, he'd, be, he'd still be here, he would have been shot. Well, that wasn't exactly what happened. The store owner was never threatened by it. Furthermore, uh, who made the police call? That's my question. They said some homeless man made it. Some homeless boy made the police call. Yeah. Homeless boy made the police call. Him and apparently him and Officer had an altercation. Okay. And then uh, they uh, they ended up he ended up calling the police after having a situation. And maybe Officer maybe Sterling did brandish the weapon to the homeless boy. Yeah, maybe the homeless boy was a little rowdy, and then he was like, "Yo, I mean, we know how it go in the hood. You know what I mean? Like maybe the boy was a little out of control, and he was like, "Yo, man." Go ahead, go ahead about your business, man, and showed him the joint. It looked like Sterling only had like a little twenty two on him. I didn't really research what kind of caliber weapon it was, but it didn't seem like a big gun. It was enough to fit in his right pocket, so it didn't seem like a big gun. Um, but they were like, you know, he brandished a weapon, and that's what brought police on scene. That's what I'm. That's what I'm learning. Um, Furthermore, he's a felon. He can't carry a gun, which I understand. Um, but I don't know, man. It, it, it's I, I don't know how I feel about it. Um, did they ever release the uh, initial police call or anything of that? Did, did they ever investigate? Not never released any of that. Guy ever made that call or what? Never released any of that. No, they never. They're saying that the, it's confirmed that the homeless boy made the call, okay. but. They never, like, they didn't have, like, the actual report from, you know, the actual situation and the shooting. And they're not and releasing the And that's not going to release for a minute, probably. Yeah, and they're not releasing the security footage from the store that they took. Yeah. Yeah, I think that whole thing was, um... It's a little janky. Yeah, honestly, I think it, it's, it's one of those... It's not clear-cut, but either way, I don't really see it as, uh... I don't know. I don't know, because I, I was skeptical initially about the police call if it was even, in fact, fucking made. Because it just seemed like they may have reacted. It seemed kind of surprised that they didn't know he had a gun when they called out gun, you know? I know just that's protocol, you got to yell gun, but it seemed like almost they didn't even know if he had one on him, it seemed like, at first. Maybe it could be just, you know, the shock in the moment of when you're actually doing something, but I'm watching it. And I'm like, it's some of these cops didn't even know he had a fucking gun on him. And they're saying the reason for them being called there was that the guy was brandishing a gun. 
initially all the stories that I were getting was that the store owner was scared. Come to find out, he never made a phone call. Then it's saying, okay, well, a homeless guy made it. So it's one of them things they have to really come out with. I really can't say much about it. But the, the, the initial means of them being there was what drew the, the most skepticism for me initially. So I really, really can't say a lot about it until that comes out. But that drew a lot of skepticism. Was who made the phone call? Was a phone call even made? Or you all to see a dude out there on the corner or in front of a store at that hour of the night. You say, hey, what's this guy doing? It's clear what he's doing. He's got CDs and DVDs. But you see a big black dude out there. And he looked like he, you know, got some shit with him. Some felonies. I mean, not to profile, but... But that's not, that's not part of the point, though. Right. That's it's not thing. enough to sit there and go there and just say, hey, what are you doing out here right now? Still got CDs and DVDs. What's it look like I'm doing right now? You know, and like the store owner said, he just kept asking, why are y'all here? Why? What is the reason? As a lot of people probably would. You're out there just selling some CDs as you've been doing for, I think they said, what, six or seven years he was out there with no incident? Yeah, he was, he was a good friend of uh, the, the store owner. The store owner, yeah. Yeah. But as far as him reaching, from what I can see in the video, me, 100%, I really can't just say it does not look like he was reaching. There is, I can say there is room for error because the angles you get, you really can't see his right hand very clear. Right. Constantly. But from what I could see in the video, once they bring out better footage, I really don't see him reaching as much. And I mean, to be honest, and I had this talk with somebody else, I said, I don't put it past him that he wasn't reaching. You got two cops on you that came out of nowhere. You asked them, why are they arresting you? You've been hearing on the, in, in the media for the last two years, it said about cops is running up like it's the damn Wild West. People dying in police custody. People getting shot in their cars for no reason. People ended up missing after police uh, had them in custody. Um, I'm not going to sit here and say he didn't reach. Maybe he did because he was like, if they take me anywhere, I'm not coming back the fuck home. And that's that aspect that people want to say, well, he sh shouldn't have had it on him. Well, yeah, he shouldn't have had it on him, but damn, it's the hood. You know, I'd rather have one and then... and and have it when I need it and not have it, you know? And it's also a matter of every time these things happen, every cop also says, well, you don't understand. These cops, they want to go home to their families. They're fearing for their lives. What the hell do you think when you jump up on this after the track record that you've had in the media and we're sitting here, you got two cops on top of me, allegedly tasing twice it didn't work because their tasers never worked for some reason. Mm -hmm. You know, at that point, I think he may have feared for his life and he may have reached. He said, hey, listen, I'm not going to make it home either way regardless. That may, have been his, uh, that may have been his standpoint on it. And that's something that the police supporters will never, ever say is that we want to always say these cops who are trained to go out there, they're not supposed to die on line of duty, but they are trained to be out there and they made that choice when they pledged. We don't make these choices to be black and to fear for our lives every time a cop stops us. Like I said before, they can take their uniforms off after they clock out. I can't take my black skin off. So I can't be driving somewhere unless and hoping to God that I'm in full uniform from military or TSA or something open. That'll get me out of a stop because things can escalate. Like even with Sandra Bland, that was escalated 100% on the police officers. And uh, that's one of the textbook failures to de-escalate situations yeah that was that situation was escalated and I wish somebody would ever debate that Sandra Bland brought that on herself he escalated that he gave her the citation she took it and he stuck around and he stuck around 
Then he says, you seem to be upset. She has every fucking reason to be upset. You just gave her a ticket. Your job was done. You stopped her. She complied. She gave you her stuff. You gave her the ticket. Walk the fuck back to your police car and go about your business. And stop the next person. So they, there is instances where they can escalate a situation. And we're never supposed to fear for our lives when these things happen. When you have two cops, or cops in general, who always claim they can't wrestle somebody to the ground. Who claim they don't have tasers that work. And they have guns on them that always work. After a while, you start fearing for your damn life. That's the fact. Yeah. I mean, I, I, wholeheartedly, I wholeheartedly agree with that. Um, in regards to um, the lack of de-escalation, man. Uh, I mean, I'm not a cop. I can't say, right. I can't say what I could Same. or what I should or what I would have done, could have done versus what they did and why they're terrible cops and why I would make a great cop. If I made a great cop, I would be a cop, but I'm not. So I can't say that. But that doesn't give you the right to just try to shut somebody out and they realize like, hey, every stop or a lot of stops with an unarmed individual shouldn't end in the death of an individual, whether it be a black person, a white person, a male, a female. Um, And my big thing is every cop ain't bad. I mean, every cop ain't good, and every shooting ain't bad. You know what I mean? Like, some of these shootings, we may not have all the details. And, you know, if a guy keeps on reaching and reaching and reaching, and you're a cop, and you know what's going on nowadays, I ain't going to lie. I might shoot a motherfucker, too. I might shoot somebody if, if, you know, I'm like, yo, don't move. Don't move. And they're continuing to move, continue to move. I'm like, yo, stop moving. And then they reach and they and they're reaching and reaching and reaching and they're agitating the situation. Um, so it's like some of the footage we have with Alton Sterling. I want to see the surveillance from the store. I want to see what that's like because that's gonna capture it from the moment the cops arrived on scene up until the shooting. Not just the tackle. We just seen a guy yeah. tackle. So it. And that we was a always, terrible place to start it, too. Yeah, and we always, but these are where we always see videos right. from. We always see, and you know, and, and the first thing that a lot of woke people or Black Lives Matter people will do when they hear you say something like that is try to denounce you as some kind of coon. But I'm like, is it or is it not where we started? We started literally from the conflict. We have no clue how it started. We have no clue what was done to agitate a situation. That could change the entire narrative mm-hmm. of everything if we see where it started. I'm not, an, I'm not saying or alluding to the fact that maybe they did something to agitate the situation. They, they could have. Eric Garner could have started at the choke, or he could have started at when the cops arrived there. Regardless of him not complying, which seems to be the giant, you know, argument is, well, don't break the law and you won't get shot. That's the dumbest shit I've ever heard in my life. Yeah, because when you're not breaking the law, you still get shot. shot. First of all, dog, law is not worthy of being exactly. Shot. You ain't gonna fucking just shoot me because I'm, you went to the academy and got a badge. I'm speeding down the highway so I get shot. So right. I mean, how are you gonna tell me that a rape is not punishable by a fucking death penalty? What? What? That's the cops. <laughs> 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 
But yeah, it's it's like certain um crimes like rape or something are not yeah. punishable by death, but somebody not complying is punishable by death. Yeah, that, that's a weak argument. Or Eric Garner's dead, but Charles Manson is alive. How the fuck does that work? And married. And married. He's married. He got married in jail. Justin's right. Charles yeah. Manson got married in jail. Devin yeah, Roof is still alive. So who? Devin Roof is still alive. Did he go to trial who? yet? I'm not even sure. But. Zelia Banks is still alive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's coming to Philly. Uh, Where? Disgusting. I'm like a couple weeks. I'm going to be wherever she is. I'll send you the flyer for her. <laughs> but even when you do comply, you, you get shot. Yeah, like Philando. Yeah. Now, Philando, this is my question about Philando, though. Now, we, we do have the facts in saying that he was stopped, what, 52 times, they said, prior to this. He was stopped 52 times by police. And um, I feel like that's a lot of times to be stopped by police. And <laughs> <laughs> 52? That's 52 a lot of times. times, and that man is half that age. Mm-hmm. And he's been stopped by police at least twice a year since he was born. So he was probably three getting stopped twice. <laughs> but no, I don't know. seriousness, I think between his adolescent years, 52 times is a lot of time to be stopped by the police. If, that's, if that holds true, there's a problem with our system. There's a flaw in our system, but I don't know. Because if they're saying that he, like, if he didn't, if he didn't comply, they're saying one story is saying the cop asked him for his license. He reached for it and he got shot. Mm-hmm. And the other is saying that the cop said he asked him if he had the thing, and the guy said he did, and started reaching. He said, "Stop, stop reaching for shit." And if that is the story, yeah, that changes. That changes everything. People can say, "Well, that doesn't narrate. That doesn't. Mo- that doesn't. You know, warrant for you to get shot." Honestly, yeah, I'll tell anybody it does warrant for you to get shot. If I tell a police officer that I have a gun and he says, keep your hands on the steering wheel, because this has happened to me as a licensed carrier and telling and announcing to a cop that I have a gun. And I've said to a cop, you know, I have a loaded firearm and it doesn't have a safety feature and around is chambered. And they'll be like, okay, keep your hands on the steering wheel. My partner's going to reach into the side of your vehicle and he's going to grab your firearm. Yeah, he might ask me, do you have a license for it? I don't go, yeah, here it is. And I say, yes, I do. Now, when he says, do you, can you get it for me? Then I'll reach for it. But if you don't, if you don't, and it's unfortunate that we have to do that. But the bottom line is right now, as of today, we have to get out of every encounter with police alive. That's just what it is. We, there's a bigger fight to be fought. I agree. But right now, all of that hooping and hollering shit is at a live stop while they have the gun and you're right there is not the time. It's not. If you want to record it and say whatever, this is bullshit, you want to document it and prove it, then cool. But to be trying to antagonize and make police jump just to see if they're going to shoot you, you're going to get shot. Like the wolf from New York Ser- video. Period. Like you're going to get shot. The sad part is a lot of the ones that do a lot of that showing off and stuff, they might get away, and then the coppers might be fucking on edge after that. Then yeah, he sees more the cops getting killed. Yeah, 
he sees five cops get shot in Dallas, more cops get shot in this city, this state. He's pulling somebody over. You make the wrong move. He's petrified by this point because somebody just jumped at him and there was more cops dying. Now, you're the one not going home because of all the other shit in the world going on. Now, you're right. the one not going home to your parents and your kids. And it's sad, but it's uh, that's that's the world we live in this in this day and age. And actually, it's really the world we've been living in. It's just had a, you know, the media's recording yeah, like, at a fever pitch. The advancement of technology and yeah. social media now is like being put in your face. It's kind of like, it's kind of like when, when black people used to say, oh, there's like no race, there's racism, like there's racism, there's corruption in the police. And then, like white people, are like no, it's no, it's not. Yeah. Like I, I never get. And then you see like a nigga getting beat by the cops. I'm like, holy shit! Like they, they weren't lying. But now it's just like you can get it down to the second that it's happening because it's people snapchatting on Twitter and on Facebook, Instagram and Periscope and Facebook Live. So now it's just like blatant. So you now you're just getting not only with like stuff in your city you or your neighborhood, you seeing shit like all over the world. That's just like, and then you just get in this paranoid state, and it's not it's not good for any side. And that's the part that offends me the most, I think. Even more, I'm, a, I'm going to give you the guys the honest truth. And through all of this, the cops, you know, as a fraternity or as a, you know, a workforce, has not pissed me off the most. It's been the people... Supporting them on the shit that they say that's been pissing me off the most. Right. It's like, are y'all that damn dismissive? Like you said before, the technology wasn't there, so it was like, you know, this stuff doesn't happen, never happened to me, it's impossible. Now the technology shows it, and y'all try to do every mental magic trick you can to try to still tell me it doesn't exist. That's like me never being a victim of child abuse growing up. Trying to tell somebody who was lived who lived in the house where they were had the shit kicked out of them and probably touched as a child. Me saying, "Nah, parents don't touch their children. They don't beat their kids like that's that's impossible. Whatever happened to me? How thick headed can you be? They have tunnel vision that long. Your tunnel vision is that long right. that you can sit here and watch something and hear this many people saying, "Well, yes, it does happen in my area. Area that's nothing like yours, probably, and you still sit here." And try to dismiss it as a fairy tale. Well, people want to live in their own worlds and, and believe what bubble. they want to believe. It's, it's their own bubble. Or it's their own level of ignorance. Yeah. And um, that's just, I think people will turn a blind eye to what they don't want to see. Because for some odd reason, racism is a very touchy topic for white people. What? You know, they don't really, they don't really deal with it. <laughs> like, huh. like, like blacks. But you can feel the tension in the room whenever it comes up. Yeah. And it's one of those things that whenever you talk about it. Because they're automatically on defensive mode. They are. They go on defense mode. Exactly. And and the people sure. that are legit, like, not racist, they don't have a problem talking about it because they can bring up rational points and have an honest conversation and actually talk about it it's like the people that might have like invert like racism or 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 like a prejudice against like certain people 
that's when they get like defensive and all mm-hmm. that, and they bring in like they don't make uh, valid points. They just like bring in different shit from yeah numbers, different cases and, and numbers and charts and shit that don't got to do with what y'all discussing. And I've I've watched the, the the debates on Facebook, and I've done my own research, and I'll do the research that I'll see on social media. I'm like, if everybody's reposting it, let me just look into it and see what it's about. It could be true, it could be false. Right. Either way, I learn something. Either I learn that this is right, or I learn that you're wrong and shit, and you're promoting this. But people have to be careful with the information they try to spread as fact, because what I'll see a lot of the Blue Lives Matter folks and the Black Lives Matter folks is they'll go to different sources. And try to argue something. Right. And they'll either both be fucking wrong or both be fucking right. Right. And it's and it's just crazy. Like, I see all the cops posting something, uh, a chart saying racist killed by police officers in the last few years. And white is like number one with like 400 something people. Then black is like, I think, number two with like 200. Then it's like, you know, Asian and Hispanic under that. And they're saying, well, see, cops aren't racist. We kill more whites than blacks. I'm like, first of all, y'all killed that many fucking people last year. And maybe it was all justified. Yeah. Let's just go into it saying it's justified. But they don't kill more by numbers. That, that is more by numbers. What is not more is by percentage. By percentage. Yes. And, and the other thing is when people bring up the they kill more whites than blacks, the thing is, is like, okay, that's. That's fucked up too. Then why aren't you mad about that? Like just because you get, just because you get, you see like your own people get killed by police officers and you don't have a, a reaction doesn't mean I can't have a reaction to my people. <laughs> I'll, getting killed. I'll tell you what pisses me off. I'm looking at this chart and what I see is so basically by this chart that you cops are posting, white people commit way more fucking crimes than we do because you're shooting them more, but you're still pulling me over and letting them fucking go. Right. So how is this? Y'all shot by that chart alone that all these cops are posting that white folks get shot 400 or whatever a year and blacks are 200. They are twice as likely, unless you're shooting them for no reason, they're twice as likely to commit a violent crime. Because you're only pulling your gun out if you're threatened as a police officer, if that's where to believe. So by that chart that the cops are promoting all over my Facebook wall, white people are twice as likely to break the law, are more violent than blacks, and abide the law way less than blacks, but we're the ones filling the prisons. The prison system went from about 750,000 in the 70s to about 1.5 to 2 million by the 90s. Mostly black and Hispanic. Well, because it's a business and it's basically indentured servitude. It's cheap. It's cheap. It's labor. actually a lot more than that. That'd be a whole different fucking podcast. Yeah. It's a lot more than that. And it's, it's fucking sickening. But yeah, that people are posting these things all over Facebook without doing the research. And it's like those charts are both right. They shoot more right. white people. Oh, yeah. Like, it's because like, it's white people make up 77% of the population. So it's. It's it, it's it it's, it makes sense that they, you know, get arrested or shot more. Right, it's we're like, the minority. When you put the black on black, the black on black crime, it's like of course there's black on black crime. You you terrorize what's in your proximity. That's it. If if I live That's in a really if I live in a Jewish. half Jewish half black neighborhood. Jewish on black crime would be <laughs> would be 
it's that's really what yeah, it is. So it's, exactly. If you have a bunch of cats in a box, so what do you think's gonna happen? <laughs> They're gonna be cats <laughs> killing other cats. <laughs> like it's like whoever you're around, you tend you tend to kill them. Exactly. Like most rapes and murders and things like that are committed by people that you know or people that you've interacted with. They're rarely random. And unfortunately, a lot of times when we hear they're at random, who are they committed by? Fucking white people walking into a damn church. Church, I'm sorry, yeah. Or, movie theater. Uh, you know, movie, movie theater, theater and just randomly shooting people. Schools, just shooting people. But. Government buildings. But when you take, when you put a bunch of people, regardless of the race, in one extremely condensed area with no it, type with of no resources and, and, and this is not to play the victim but this is true why are they called projects you know what I mean like these are called projects like we're we're lab rats they call them hood rats hmm. hood rats in a project that's a lab rat you, you put a bunch of Rats in an area, and and, and this was this actually was done. I forgot what at what university it was done at. Uh, Tuskegee. No, I think it was an Ivy League school. I believe. I believe. I'm not sure, but it was it was a uh, a uh, experiment done with a bunch of rat mice or Mm -hmm. rats or rodents, and they put them in one area, and they gave everybody equal amounts of food, and the mice were fine. The rodents were fine. But when they started taking food away, they started fighting over the food. And if you look at why we're in extremely dense areas, we're all together in one building. We're all trying to sell whatever we're trying to sell and make whatever money we're trying to make. Yeah, we're not spending it properly, but we're trying to make money. It's all about money. A lot of times when we kill each other, it's because of money. It's because of territory. Um, Lack of... uh, Skills of de-escalation sounds familiar. You know what I mean? With with the police force, you know, in certain cases. So it's like, you know, we don't we don't have the resources. So when you put people in an area that don't have the resources, they're gonna end up killing each other, no matter what color they are. Like if you black and I'm black and you got money and I don't, and we live in an area where I can't make no bread. I'm gonna come for yours. Like, like it, was, it happens in every country. Like, if you take it back to like Britain, Damn. when people in big houses and you had fucking and you had fucking uh, the people on the street, the peasants, the peasants, they fought, they stole, they terrorized each other. They didn't go to the rich people's houses because they because one that shit was far as shit and that shit was well policed, or even. The turn of the century, you had the fucking gangs in New York that were in the original ghettos. The the Irish and the those people, right? They formed together. They created gangs, just like black people created gangs. They stuck together. They stole. They fought. They killed each other. While all the rich people in New York, they was cool. Looking at the looking at the Irish people, like why the fuck are y'all killing each other? Why are y'all going around beating? Y'all terrorizing this. They're terrorizing New York. It's like the same thing, but there's like that shit won't come out. They won't make that comparison. No, it's the exact same thing in 
at the end of the day, it's really a matter of class, a class war. I think, you know, it comes down to that. It's like you said, back in Britain, you had the dude and the, the, the kings and the, the, the royal monarch in the, in, the, in the castle, and they had all the peasants fighting each other. And like Ernst said, you put people in a dense location, give them just enough, and they'll always be battling. And another thing is racism is a tool of that. You'll have the lower class fighting each other every day because they won't realize while the cops are over here, you're still not rich either. You're just back, barely making ends meet. And then you've got the blacks in the neighborhood. So, you know, we're fighting against each other every damn day and somebody else is still rich, still not there in the, in the, the scuffle of it all, eating off of it. Like in the drug wars in the 80s. You know how much fucking money this country was making back then? Cops and blacks getting killed, people going to jail, families getting broken apart. But nobody would ever sit there and say, and, and, and go to war with the government. You know, we'll go to war with the police and the cops will go to war with the blacks. But nobody will ever just, as, as, a, as a class, a lower or mid-level to lower income class, say, let's go to war with the government. And it's, the crazy part is, at the rate that it's gotten of everybody perpetuating the racism and stuff that goes on in this country, it's to a point now where, like, how do you even go to war with the fucking government now? You gotta take it above the U.S. government. You gotta yeah, it's like... Take that shit to, the, like, the U.N. I, I look at it like, I mean, with everything going on now, the way to, the way to not do it, in my opinion, is to be shooting up a bunch of cops. Oh, that's an absolute wrong that's way to do it. That's a wrong way to do it. Uh, we own, you know, we got the, you know, rest in peace to the officers that lost their lives in Dallas. In Baton Rouge. Baton Rouge. And then you have officers all across the nation and world that go every day. They took the oath and they try to do their job and they end up losing their lives in a lot of duty and they don't get a chance to go home to their kids. Right. And a lot of times we end up killing those who... Or may may feel the way we feel, but yeah, they're trying to feed their kids. The, you know the what I mean? The second thing is, like when I see people who are supposedly, you know, Black Lives Matter and that good stuff, saying like they're like celebrating that these cops are dead. That's a really cruel thing to do. Exactly, and not not even looking at the fact that. You're so super duper pro black. Not to look at the fact that a couple of those cops were black. Yeah. The one cop literally wrote a Facebook post saying like, "Shit, I don't like this. Is a shitty feeling. I try to go to my job, and when I have on my uniform, people in my community they they throw they throw insults at me. They look at me as a sellout, and I'm just trying to do my job." And then when I take off my uniform, I get harassed like I get harassed like a regular black person would. So I don't he's like, I don't know how to fucking feel. It just feels I just feel shitty. And he ended up being one of the cops that got killed, a black dude. Yeah. And and I will say this though, I mean, right now the biggest thing that I've seen a lot is uh I've seen um the media, you know, the biggest thing that I've seen with the media is, is them trying to spin things. Um, and the one thing I've also seen is, like, 
uh, once the, for example, uh, my issue with, with the whole Black Lives Matters thing is, you know, we're saying, you know, we need to take action, right? And then we, and then we kind of mock. I see a lot of people mocking when when cops are, are getting killed. But at the same time, when the cops get killed because they know the repercussions are going to be bad, um, they're like, you know, now they're going to make it look like we did this. We didn't do this. And my issue is if you're going to stand for something, stand for it. Um, that kind of goes to what Kevin Gates was saying. Um, people were shooting him down like he was a coon. We calling him a coon and saying, you know, because he said straight up, he said, niggas kill niggas. He said, oh, oh, let them live so we could kill them. And I'm like, you know, I don't necessarily think, I think the message came at the wrong time, but sometimes that message has to come, like, whether you want to hear it or not. Our issue is we want to hear what we want to hear, when we want to hear it. If we, if you're not saying, if you're not following our narrative, we shut you out and we call you a coon. We don't sit down and have a conversation. Or when we say, yo, I got a solution. We don't want to hear solutions. If your solution is not standing in the middle of a broad street with a cool sign, then we don't want to hear it. And that's what I've, I've seen recently. You know, it's cool to fight it on that front. But if you're just blocking traffic off, you're not necessarily doing anything of uh, importance to me. That's just me. And, um, you know, like I, like you said, there's a lot of cops that are involved with the situation that just are trying to feed their families, you know? I got family members, friends that are police officers that, As do I. that are trying to feed their friends and their family and trying to do the right thing at the same time. And sometimes, like I said, every shooting that you see sensationalized by the media is not a bad shooting. It's just not. Like... I know that sucks. I know that feels like, oh, that's a coon thing to say. But so what? I, you know what? At this point, I feel like, fuck it. If you can't look at things just through one scope. And you can't fight this fight on one front. This is not a war by the police on us. This is a system bigger than the police. A poli the police have quotas to reach. They know they can come into our our cities in our communities and reach those quotas because we give them reasons as a community as a whole not everybody you know and then people get really offended they'll get really offended really butter i know those people listening right now that's going to get extremely offended by saying that black people actually do some things wrong that we can control because we're never allowed to say that we're supposed to say that we do everything right, the police attack us, and we're doing everything right. There's nothing that we can do. That's relegating to a losing mentality to me. It's relegating to a losing mentality. I refuse to have it. I'm as black, I'm black, and I probably have more bullets thrown at me than half of these motherfuckers out here that's bitching about police brutality. I probably got pulled over more than a lot of these motherfuckers that have been bitching about police brutality. And I've seen it on both ends. So... I'm not coming from some like, oh, because I went to St. Joe's or I went to this and I did that. I don't understand, you know, where black people are coming from. I I'm from the hood myself and been been threatened by both police and my own people. And what I'm saying is at the very least we can do is get ourselves together to, to fight the system that's bigger than the police. If we don't give them a reason to come in to our hood, 
and arrest us, then the next thing you know, they're fishing for their quotas and we smoking out the bigots. We're smoking out the people and we're exposing the system for what it really is, which is trying to exploit us. They put a billion dollars into the prison systems every year in Philadelphia. You have $600 million going to police, over $220 million going to the court systems, and $230 million going to prisons. That's over a billion dollars in locking kids up, putting them through the system, and then imprisoning them, making them indentured servants, basically. And if we don't see the problem with that, and less than $150 million used on behavioral health every year but when a white boy shoots up a movie theater the first thing we want to do is pick his brain there's an issue there's there's a fucking issue like and, and i don't feel i don't feel comfortable with it i feel like money is the power you know what i mean money is the power where we can go where we start having influence they know we can't fight them in court they know that we can't get out of jail. They know we don't know the law. And they know we're going to do something to break it. So that's why they continue to fuck us over. But when you mention that to Black Lives Matters or you mention that to people, they get offended. Like, you want to do something outside of marching? Get the fuck out of here, coon. I'm trying to help. But that's, the, that's what you're met with. So that's why you feel like I shouldn't say anything. And half of the time, if it's not on this podcast and outside of, you know, Elijah's status and his stupid friends, <laughs> outside of that, um, I'm not going to say anything because. I'm not saying that so somebody has a, a concrete plan. It, it, it's terrible. It's like, it's like I was on Twitter the other day after what happened in France and a dude was on my timeline and he was like man I ain't praying I ain't doing shit for France I ain't praying for France they ain't say shit about us getting killed in this country I just like all I did was like simply just put a response I was like yo bro they had three Black Lives Matters protests in France this week never responded Right, I think I've seen it. That's another thing too. Once you hit somebody, and once you hit somebody calmly with facts, all of a sudden they really don't want to. Oh, their not, opinions fade away. Yeah, because yeah. they don't want to hear it because they, yeah. they have no rebuttal for it. Their opinions will fade away the quickest. Uh, <laughs> it's it's actually hilarious too how that shit works though. I remember one time there was a girl that posted something. White girl, don't know her that well, but um, she posted something along the lines of it was. I think I talked about this before on the podcast, a previous one, where she said it was a video about these black kids and the black parents in the school saying they didn't want the white kids going on a field trip. No cracker kids allowed. And she posted that. And her comment on the status was, I'm sick of this fucking shit. Curse all curse words. I'm sick of this fucking shit. This is bullshit. I don't give a fuck what anybody says. This is racism, but God forbid we call them niggas. That's why I said it, because I'm pissed off. It should be a... And I'm just like, all right. So you finally dropped the N-bomb. So I went through the comments. You've been waiting to do that shit for She's waiting for that. Yeah, so I went through the comments, and it was all... And then you had the black folks like, 
Yo, calm down, sis, it is fucked up, but it's not that serious. Don't let them get to you. This, And then people were having their race debates, too. Black and white. And, um, so me, I just sat back and do what I normally do in this shit. So I just started watching. Like, oh, look at the circus. I don't, I go to watch the circus. I don't join and go into the fucking monkey cage and be a monkey. I watch the fucking circus. I watch the comments and all the racial shit escalate. You can pick a better animal, yeah? Then I did. No, that's what it is. It's a fucking monkey show. So that's so what I did was <laughs> that's what I so what I did was I said, you know, I'm gonna don't wanna do something crazy. I'm gonna click the fucking video and actually watch this shit. Here's the crazy thing I found. The word cracker kids used zero times. Even the black kids and the black parents on the video that were used that, that they were seeing said it. I clicked the video, they were saying we were appalled that the school, that the white teachers in the school didn't let the white kids go. They should have been able to go. We love the uh, kids here. They were seeing how they were appalled about the white kids not going. That wasn't right. The school shouldn't left them. Um, and the reason the white kids were left behind was because the school field trip, number one, was to take the black kids who weren't doing that well in school to try to show them, take them to like black historical colleges. That's why they went. The school only had enough to send those black kids to go there to, because they weren't doing good in the community. So after I looked at the video, I kindly went back and said, oh, anybody watch this video? Because I did. <laughs> <laughs> and this is what I found. And I left the comment, and I think one person left the comment saying, oh, shit. And then the next thing I know, the post was gone forever. Because she was salty. Salty than a mother. And here's the thing about me. I've posted shit. And it wasn't 100% factual. I'll leave it. Y'all just say, okay, yeah, I'm, I looked into it, yada, yada. And that's something fucking crazy, which I rarely ever post on my page anyway. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to go through all this shit. But so, I've been wrong before. <laughs> We've all been wrong. And what happened after that? Did the sky turn black? Mm. Did the fuck, did your bank account get emptied out because you were fucking wrong? Just say you're fucking wrong. Like my bad. I was wrong. I was misinformed. <laughs> Thank you for it. Before, but you know, she probably realized she up. was wrong and should have called everybody niggas. Yeah, <laughs> She's yeah, like, ah, uh, nope, we pulled yeah. a plug on this. But that's that's how things happen. People will, and like I said before, the first thing I said in the podcast, people will post stuff and they'll just go around reposting it, not even fact checking a damn thing. Mm -hmm. And it's all off of emotion and impulse. It's off of anger and a lot of the Black Lives Matters people. And let's not forget them, the Blue Lives Matters people. And the All let's Lives Matters people. And the All Lives them Matters. All you hashtagging motherfuckers. <laughs> a lot of them act off of impulse and anger. And that's the only emotion they act off of. Anger and impulse. And when you get that, nothing gets solved. You just got, and I've seen it on both aspects, people when Black Lives Matters, Literally, will say something like, "Well, even though he, I'm not, this is not a real thing. I'm not. This is, I'm just making it up right. as I go along." They all say something along the lines of, "Well, even though he was a convicted felon who had a warrant out for his arrest and was armed and dangerous, that doesn't mean after you tell him to freeze and stop three times and he starts running, you can open fire. You should at least chase him and try to hunt him down and take him into custody." Fuck that. So he can come into my goddamn mom's house next. Fuck that. No. But that's the mentality. It's trying to find somebody wrong. And you got Blue Lives Matters. Huh. So, <laughs> they're my favorite to read their damn post, their bias post. Well, maybe if he didn't have a hoodie on, he wouldn't have been shot. Really? What? You're the fucking fashion police now? That's what we do? Exactly. Motherfucker's cold. It's cold. What the hell am I supposed to wear? Well, I'm a cop and I know. Sometimes I've been out there on the beat for 15-hour days and I've got no jacket on. Well, 
complain to your fucking captain. Yeah. Stop bitching. Oh, cool. bitch. You got trained. You got trained to handle these situations. We didn't get trained on being be black. Yeah, that's sad that nowadays people are training their kids on being black. Yeah. Telling them how to react to the police. Yeah. What I not was... to say. And it usually ends with, well, it still might not work anyway, son, but at least we know you did the right thing. Right. Yeah. I was funeral. definitely not trained on being black. I mean, I was definitely trained on being black, which is weird. Is you know, you gotta certain things you gotta be explicit about when you get stopped. Certain ways you gotta act when you're in certain neighborhoods. Um you know, sometimes, you know, people say, oh, when I go to the hood, I don't feel safe. Honestly, yeah, the hood can be crazy here and there. But honestly, when I'm out in the county and I see a police officer in the county, my heart drops, man. Like, I get so frightened because I know that they may pull me over and I'm out here in the backwoods somewhere and they're going to call reinforcements and I'm by myself. Because yeah, they're running there. off of fear. They're running off of their own prejudice. And three, they're fucking bored as shit because they don't got shit to do. nothing to do in the yeah. counties. You know, when I see a Philly cop, I don't get as nervous. You know, I may, you may feel like, you know what? They're going to get me for some kind of ticket, some bull crap. But when you look at a county cop, I literally think, yo, they may shoot and kill me over stupid shit. They may tell me to get out the car. So I get out the car. They say I'm moving too fast and pop my head. And I don't ever want to say that this doesn't happen. And I don't want to say that it's always going to happen and every cop is bad. But, you know, you got to look at it like this. You got to take it for what it is and don't let the media. One thing I don't do, I try not to do, is I try not to watch the news. The, the news right now is nothing but race bait. It's nothing but race bait. The media right now, the social media, mental poison. It's everybody, and then they're trying to they're trying to shame you when you're playing Pokemon Go. Oh and, my and, god! And shit like that. Yeah, you like, can play Pokemon Go, but just last week it was Black Lives Matter. Nigga, I can do both. I can multitask. You know that, right? Maybe Bruh, you dumbass I, can't, but I can do both. If you feel like. And just because you're posting doesn't make you any busier than anybody else, nor me posting doesn't mean that I'm not making waves in my community or trying to find ways to change my community, you know? And if I want to play Pokemon Go, motherfucker, I'm going to play Pokemon Go. I just found me a pincer today. He was, <laughs> he was bouncing on my thigh. Whoa. Well, I know that was freaky. But I was laying in my bed, and I checked my, my Pokemon Go, and there was a pincer just jumping on my thigh. And I was like, all right. You mind now. That sounds freaky too, but still. That did sound mad freaky. You know, but the bottom line is I can have a good time. I don't have to talk about this shit all the time in order to show that I'm caring about it. And just because you talk about it all the time don't mean that you care any more than anybody else does. Right. You know? And, and to um, people who say all lives matter, fuck you. Just <laughs> flat out, fuck you. Because Damn. that's that nothing. Offensive. That's nothing. That's all but that's dismissive. That's nothing but a dismissal. And you're prodding people. You weren't saying that. You weren't saying that until Black Lives Matter was a thing. And you know what? Because if, if you really break it down, if you're saying all lives matter, then you agree that Black Lives Matter, then you shouldn't have a problem with it. Right. 
Oh my God! Did you hear Rudy Giuliani's fucking response? I want to punch him in his goddamn. Oh my God! Which one? He's well, he's a blatant shit. About the ninety ninety nine percent of black kids are going to get killed by other black kids. That part, uh, Black Lives Matter, is an inherently racist. I'm like, dude, I I just want something terrible to happen to you. I don't give a fuck if anybody gets mad at me saying that. A shit bag is a shit bag. You can put him in whatever office or whatever political whatever. He's a shit bag. That's how I knew gamers. He's a shit bag. He used to be a mayor, but he's a fucking shit bag. Fuck him. Fuck him. Fuck his family. Because they probably think like him. I don't care. I'm just firing off machine guns. Fuck his dog. (laughs) Fuck his health. Fuck his mouth that moves to the side whenever he talks. Rudy Giuliani does have a flaky face. I hate him. Because there's so much pent-up racism in in that man's heart. But, you know, anybody who says all lives matter, you know, I... I always respond with, you know what I'm going to start doing? You just say, I agree. No, you know what I'm going to start doing? When, you're, when your auntie dies, when, when your aunt dies, <laughs> what I'm, what I'm going to start doing is I'm going to start going, I'm going to go to her funeral, and during the remarks portion of the service, I'm going to go up there and I'm going to talk about when my aunt died. <laughs> when my aunt died, I'm going to talk about when my aunt died and how important she was to me. And I'm gonna ask the church why isn't there any obituaries for my aunt here? And I'm gonna ask, well, everybody's lost somebody. So why isn't it why isn't anyone mourning my family? That's yeah. literally going into somebody else's funeral and trying to take the shine. That's what all lives matter yeah. is. All lives matters is literally dismissing and minimizing black lives matter. But if black lives matter, black lives also have to matter all the way around. Exactly. Just because I'm against police brutality does not mean that I don't want to fight this in our community. It's like, it's you like know? to them, it's like it vice versa. Black lives matter triggers something in them saying white lives matter, but they can't say white lives matter because white lives matter to them means white lives matter more so hence black lives must mean matter must matter more to them right all lives matter is literally it's 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 literally like a hey i want to be included in all this lives party. matter is just a dud dickhead it's all like I, all, all lives dud dickhead we know that but right now <laughs> we're talking about you know all I, lives I, matter is jay color i fully agree with the shit and it took me a while and it's unfortunate it took me a while to really get why all lives matter was so bad. I'm not, I'm not even gonna lie. Like I said, about being wrong, I probably posted this shit early on when Black Lives Matter first started out. The All Lives Matter shit, never again. But a part of that too is, if you're going to promote something like all like Black Lives Matters or stand for that, you have to a know what the fuck it stands for, and b adhere to those values. Because a lot of the times that I was seeing Black Lives Matters early on, early on, it was just on some you know crazy shit. I'm not even going to put the bug out there, some of the things that people that were saying shit, but it was people out there that was on some, you know, like, they were really on some, like, fuck white people, fuck yeah. every other race type shit, and that's an issue I have, and this, and this isn't a matter of, you know, well, the government, they, they put people out there to do these things to make our, no, I know people personally, and they're just angry ass people, I know them personally, they've always been angry, and when they jumped on the Black Lives Matter ship, they were just <laughs> angry Black Lives Matter ass people. Right. And when it first came out, I really got to say that I really wasn't a big fan of support of Black Lives Matter. Like, I fuck with it now, but when it first came out, 
it was so many people that were taking that hashtag and using it for just their, the their yeah, exact narrative. Yeah, for their own narrative. And that was not the narrative. So it took me a while to really see, okay, this is why All Lives Matters is fucked up. This is why Black Lives mm -hmm. Matter started. And there's still people out there that are just taking it to a whole like I've seen somebody say like I swear at this point, I'm about to punch a fucking cop in the face. Black Lives Matter. I'm like, what? Why? Can I want to report this shit. Because I'm annoyed that you even, as an adult, posted that shit. But it, it, it comes to a point where you got to really know what you're standing for and what the values and the things of that are. And you have to be straight across the board. Like, if you're going to stand for something, stand for it in all instances. And that was another thing, too. Like, Earn brought up a lot of the Black Lives Matter things. It's... it's if it's 30 problems in the community, there's nothing wrong with saying, can we have a plan to engulf all of this? And every time you bring up something like that, you get called a coon. It's like, dude, I never said we shouldn't try to make these cops accountable. I never said we shouldn't try to figure out what to do with the crime system, period. But what I'm saying is, there's a lot of things in my personal life going on other than the police brutality that we could also focus on. Like, you got to focus on the war, not just the battle. And at the end of the day, like Ern said, too, once you start bringing up a plan or saying, here's what we can do to improve ourselves in the meantime, people get fucking offended. And cops are a good, uh, a good thing about that, too. They're, they're, they're not exempt from that either because cops, the thing is, they always want to say, well, dude, you know, it's not all of us. And I'm like, well, yeah, it's not. But when one of y'all fuck up and all of you are trying to go and do all these mental gymnastics as to why he's right, when y'all clearly know he's fucking wrong, yeah. at that point it does seem like it's all of you. Because exactly. this fraternity not, thing is a little is a little too crazy right now. Exactly. Like, um, I've, I've, I've seen so many times where a cop will say, well, dude, it's just... And it's after they try to argue me down. And I say, well, listen, this is what cops have done this year, that year, this... This is how the system works. That's why blacks are angry right now. And once they know I'm fucking right, they'll go, well, dude, it's not all of us. I'm like, yeah, but when you try to dismiss these things and when you try to find ways to justify somebody in your uniform for being wrong, it is now you. It's clearly you. You're, a lot, you're enabling this. Right. I'm not saying that every cop has to go out on Facebook and post stats and statuses about cops fucking up. I'm not saying you've got to put your job on the line. If you're upset about it, I'm saying that the first step is don't dismiss what the hell we're saying. If you don't like, if if, if you don't like it, because now you are part of the problem. If you're not denouncing a bad cop as a good cop, you're not being a good cop. And on top of that, you're endangering yourself. Yeah, exactly. You you have to you have to step up and, and denounce those bad cops for the sake of your badge. I, I mean, know it hurts. You're worse than your own climate. Yeah, I, I know it sucks, but and I know that, that, you know, the way it works in the locker room is you may get blackballed or whatever the case is and what may have you, but you have to decide what's more important. You have to weigh out those options and say, you know what, I'm going to speak up against this because this is an injustice. And like you said, you're not going out on Facebook or whatever, even if that's a literal, like, verbal ass whooping in the locker room, you know? And letting them dudes know, getting in their face, letting them know, like, yo, I'm not going to tolerate this, dude. I'll never work side by side with you. Make those cops feel that. 
you know, in case, you know, privately if you don't want to do it publicly. I understand that. I'm not asking you to stand on the front lines and march with us. Because, um, shit, I don't even think marching works. Just don't. You know, I, I, props to everybody that's marching. And I feel like we need something on each front. But, like Elijah said, if you, you don't have to focus on just one thing. Uh, our community is facing a lot of issues. And police brutality can be deterred if we have power or we can react a lot better if we have influence you know these jewish people that's getting locked up and and, and people with, with with a lot of influence and power these guys are not trying to deal with them because they know that if they put their hands on them it's going to be a hell to pay so the fact that you know we have to find a way to play the game and win the game it is not about just going and marching, and then and then they say, "Oh no, it's not about marching," but we're, I'm sick of this. Okay, so we're we gonna riot and overthrow the government. Well, I, how the fuck you gonna want to overthrow the government and you get shaky when a couple cops die? You do know overthrowing the government means a lot of people are gonna die, right? So you talk about you know we need a complete overthrow, and then in the next breath a couple cops die. I'm not saying it's not a bad thing, but a couple cops die. And those same people who say we need a complete overthrow and we need to just storm down the white to the White House. Now you're like, but we didn't do this. That's too much. Those couple of cops is too much. Yeah. You try to you're trying to incite and you're trying to incite martial law. Yeah. yeah. And you're worrying about that's a civil war. And, and yeah. you're worrying about part two. Of four or five cops dying. That shows me that you're not ready for that life. That's what that shows me. That shows me that you're not ready for that life, and you don't need to be acting like you're ready for that life. And then when it really happens, you get on some shit like, "Oh well, I didn't mean for that to happen." So what is overthrowing the government? You think going in there and telling them that you want to take over? <laughs> you want to say, "Excuse me, I would like to control this." <laughs> if, it's, if if you please. <laughs> Do I have permission to control this? <laughs> and then they fucking just give it to you after that? Yeah. That's not how it works, man. Like, it's just a bunch of people in there with the eyes wide shut party. <laughs> <laughs> just sitting here. <laughs> but, like, and then you got to know the media is going to spin it. The media is going to spin it. They spin everything for ratings you know, and um, propaganda. My question, but, but, like, my whole thing is what, what can we do? And and I pose this question to y'all, on a, you know, on on the on the tail end of things with all of the shootings going on, right? Mm -hmm. Racial tensions are at an all time high. We know that the that the presidential race is right around the corner. It's about to be a shit show. Um, yeah, between it you got to pick between two STDs that you want to have for four years, um, and we have all of these other things that are going on outside of that. North Korea is, is basically just hand-checking the United States of America right now. You got, <laughs> you, got, you, got um, you, know, you got kids over in Germany slashing people on trains with axes. And you got all of these things going on in the country. And, and, we're, and, 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 uh, and we're trying to oh, ban Pokemon, Pokemon Go players are falling off cliffs and <laughs> shit like that. Question is, what do we do to calm the tensions, and most importantly, pertaining to us as African Americans, what do we do 
to calm the tensions on our end and see and, and move our our community and furthermore our country in a better direction. Go Is over, it even up to us? Go over to Rio and bring home a boat. Oh my God! <laughs> Honestly, um, I have, I have thought about that too, and I don't want to be that guy with more opinions than solutions. And I have to honestly say, and I heard one of my people that I look up to a lot that I, you know, I share a lot of his views say it, and I agree. And that's that seventy to seventy-five percent of you motherfuckers have to go. Just wipe them off the face of this earth. We become weak. Bill Burr was right. We become weaker as a species and a vast majority. If you can't run this fast, you can't do this amount of push-ups, you have no skills. If the zombie apocalypse were to happen today, if you wouldn't survive, we need to get rid of you now and keep about a good 10% for bait because I will need bait. I Listen. If I have five, <laughs> if I have five people on my team, I'm gonna have one morbidly obese, unathletic, <laughs> dumb motherfucker on my team. Just like, in case you gotta make some ground. Just up. cause I need some bait. If if it's a thing, we gotta lure these motherfuckers somewhere. He's a nigga getting shot in his kneecaps and left out in Lincoln Financial Field, and that's where we're dropping the bomb at. That's what needs to happen. But until then, seventy. To seventy five percent, percent starting with Ant Man have to fucking go. Because <laughs> oh, he was just sitting there quiet. I had to just pull him back. I'm gonna say you can't get him run one punch, man. No, nah, actually, he's he's pretty strong. He'd be on my list. Of people I keep alive. That was it. Yeah, that's my. Oh shit! Oh, shit. Right. I, 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 I did this. <laughs> 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 yeah. Yeah, um, that buster stopped. Okay, what do we need as black people? Or yeah, in general. Well, what do we need to do is black people as a general, like in general, what is your opinion like if, if there was like a label crew? Crew. Label crew. I'm just uh, come with a, a concrete plan and actually execute the shit. Like, what is that plan though? I don't know. I would say be like the Jews. Because <laughs> I'm saying straight up, as far as a plan, I ain't really got much of one. Yeah, I don't know. You know what a part of that is? So, a lot of the times, like, with stuff like this of this magnitude it's usually not just one person that wakes up and says oh I have a plan it's usually a it's lot a of, think tank right it's a lot of creative and collective yeah that's what I'm saying minds. we have to have like the most like I guess the upper echelon or creative minds come together right and, and like push their step. push their agenda but don't make it public do it in private and then plant the seeds so congrats exactly. and then when the time is right the time is right nobody's coming together to think of exactly that. you come together and then you you do it in silence and when the time is right uh, uh, unveil itself everybody's but Monday people are not going to do that yeah. yeah I agree with that everybody's Monday, Monday morning quarterback and there's so I even said before that people literally go out and try to study an issue as much as they can and learn as many facts as possible, not to better their community and not to spread awareness, but so they can debate with the dickhead they're trying to lure in on their fucking race bait status on Facebook. Mm -hmm. I've watched people who have literally probably spent days learning about a topic just so they can debate about and it and prove somebody wrong. That's another thing. Take the selfish out out your agenda. Make an agenda for the for that's, the better of everybody. That's another. Th and you know what, too? It's about having. I'm not in love with any of my ideals to the point where I won't give any of them up if you can. What the fuck? Uh, 
I think trying to get upstairs. <laughs> Shout out to uh, Romeo, the four-legged nigga that we have in the in the stew right now. He's all black, so his all life black. definitely black. Black lives oh, matter. Well, I don't know. He interracial on the belly. So. <laughs> <laughs> they gonna try to hide his stomach in? No, he just got gray hairs. But not like just have a nice little thing sink, plant the seeds, and when it's time, it's time. Just a sprat. Do me a favor, yo. I need you to say follow the drinking board. I'm not saying that, yo. <laughs> say follow the drinking nope. board. Nope. <laughs> we gonna get that shit on the shirt. <laughs> follow the drinking board. It just sounds like something. He would tell somebody who wants to be free. You got it once. Never again. <laughs> <laughs> Which podcast was that? Oh. I don't you gotta think of the crazy. I don't even know. I don't Not happening again, bro. Think? Shit. Man, it's such a loaded question. I don't really have an answer, Slay. Uh, <laughs> I mean, just off the top of my head, it's like, it's gonna take one. It has to be something monetarily because yeah, pull that money together. That's that's what basically the country runs off of. That's what the country respects. But it's hard to ask a whole bunch of people that barely have money to spare to unselfishly put money in a, a what's seen as an unconcrete plan. It's like, it's kind of hard to ask people to sacrifice without seeing, like, instantly seeing the results of that sacrifice. Like, when something's not tangible, you're kind of, like, skeptical of it. So, I mean, that's ultimately what I think would work. But that's, that's like, just something that's that looks good on paper, but it's hard to execute. And the other thing, maybe? Fucking aliens got to invade us, man. That's the only way that's going to bring peace. That's the only way we're going to sit together, yo. All that black, white bullshit is going to go out the door. I don't think we want the alien feed, though. Depending on what aliens are, we still going to be dumbasses. I don't think we want the alien feed, though. We talking about Independence Day. Independence Day? Their eyes are too black. Mars attacks ass alien, not them soft ass. Yo, Martin, they're like, my God. Yeah. No, but they took a whole bunch of people out, though. They killed Jack Nicholson. Yeah, not them soft ass, killed with the common cold, killed with water uh, type of aliens. You talking about the tomorrow aliens? <laughs> we talking about niggas that's down for this action. I don't think humans can embrace that fade, though. Yeah, I don't know how that's going to play out for us. Yeah. Listen, I always said, if aliens got here, we are fucked. People will say, no, you don't know. I don't know. But I do know, <laughs> because I do know this, if these fuckers were able to get to where, no, we wherever gotta, we are, if they were able to get to wherever we are, and we from wherever we don't know about, they've they, got way more shit than we do. We can't they even got get the fuck out of our atmosphere right. If apart. we can't get to Mars, it's an we, issue. Yo, humans have never gotten to a planet. We, the furthest we got was the fucking moon. And we keep saying, eh, Mars looks like a nice place. Right. No. Well, we're trying to colonize that shit. But if they can get from wherever they are to wherever we are. We don't want that smoke. We're already outgunned. No, we don't want that smoke. Secondly, they got shit we if don't they want. came here, it was not to say hello. No, it was to conquer. Yeah. It was the, they, they, they came here because they either want something 
or they, they need, need something, something. Which is still dangerous on both parts. And if you come here because you want something and that's the best case scenario. I honestly think that is the scariest shit that can ever happen Cause in they, my if, existence. If they, come, fucking if, if they come, come from another planet and they get off and they expect something. Because there's nothing that anyone can do there's to stop them. There's nothing they're going to do. Because if they come, it's not coming. It's not coming to learn. It's not coming as equals. Because they got here, so they're already they, surprised. They they're there's coming to knock us off of the food chain. Yeah, they're the they're, They've come here to say, "Yo, we're making this shit." First of all, they're here and they can breathe here. So, they can breathe so, here. so they're like, "Listen, we made it from where we are, and we're far." Matter of fact. All of that shit. They look at our drone. They're like, what? Yeah, like, yeah. this is not even what it is out you there. You found about nine planets, and one of them isn't even a planet anymore. <laughs> we, we live out in North LaBork 7. <laughs> First of all, why are they going by our new narrative? Because that's, that's an American way of thinking. They don't use our numerical system. We live out in North LaBork 7. North LaBork 7. First of all, they come here. Know- what seven? Oh, sure. First of all, they come here knowing how to speak English. Yeah. English. But you know what's crazy though? If they came here, they probably know every fucking language. Yeah. Well, because tells them the ways travel, and they never die, so they probably yeah. they probably pick it up. No, they got here. If, yeah, I, if Ra- we, they if see, I see our radio. Waves. We're fucked. Huh? Radio they waves. Radio waves. They know all the stupid shit we've been. Yeah, doing. radio waves tell them the ways don't die. So that's what right. they just come here to tell us that the running man. That they're doing that was not the real fucking running man in the and they, they bounce. got so pissed off they came here to say that shit. First of all, that's a waste of travel. You just waste <laughs> your time. That's we not know a Delta airline flight right there. It's exactly. we know it's not the real running man. It's just something kids do. Let them have fun. Stop being douchebags about it. Yeah, they um Yeah, I, if aliens got here, we're just fucked. Now, how would you go out? How would I go out? I, listen, I'm I'm doing some fucking before I die. Wrong. Oh, I was gonna be like, well, that's it. <laughs> Yo, I shouldn't do because I said I would go out fucking raw. What if I just like mm-hmm. felt like a thousand chicks just and then they just changed their mind? They like, yeah, we're gonna go back home. And I'm like, oh fuck. Well, you probably got AIDS. <laughs> Yo, what kind of child support is this? That you probably got AIDS or something. Yeah, worse. at the best. Because yeah, what, what were we saying before we got on alien invasions? Oh, Oh, yeah. No, that was the plan. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, I believe that, like, a combination of what y'all were saying, um, the primary plan needs to be through power and influence. And I don't mean, like, necessarily going and shooting at people. No. Um, we need to take our dollar... There's no reason why we're, we don't own, people talk about black on black crime and how it's 86%, but white on white crime is 93%. But the difference between black on blacks and white on whites and communities and all black communities, all white communities, is you go to an all white community, they own pretty much all of their shit, except for the Jews. The Jews just win automatically. Why are white people, they're just white people with it. So, I mean. So, yeah, and, and you, you got automatically right there we don't own shit in our hoods so we start owning shit in our hoods we start demanding things and we start getting those small business loans and creating revenue out of the ass and 
start studying our economics and studying our laws and things like that and get those business grants and um you know and start really supporting our black owned businesses and really own shit in our hoods make that a trend black owned that's the only neighborhood you go into and we don't own anything you got people coming in just getting here a year or two ago and on a store or something can barely speak english and they own three or four stores in our neighborhoods and we don't own nothing and we, we don't some- even know where to start we got to start owning land so, and buying property and then and, go from there. And, and when we're doing these things, like you said, initial to make that plan is the meeting of the minds, man. Yeah. You have a meeting of the minds and you start doing that. And I also think that we need a watchdog program. We need a watchdog program. Um, and that's something that I really want to put together. And if anybody else takes my idea listening to this podcast, you will throw me the face. <laughs> <laughs> but um, it's a watchdog program and what it would be is in a nutshell is um, a team it'll be it'll be maybe two two to four units on different parts of the city that are on standby 24 hours a day and we could fund them by deductions out of our checks for people who are willing to do it whether it be two to five dollars a check you know we get hundreds and hundreds of people to do that every other week you know, we're talking about bringing in thousands and thousands of dollars to inf- to to fund this kind of program. And what the program will be is a team of, of two maybe armed ex-military or ex-police and one lawyer. And the military guys are just there to drive, record, and be a presence. They're not necessarily there to intimidate. While a lawyer is there to make sure everybody keeps everything cordial on each side. If you get pulled over by a cop, you're able to contact this watchdog service. And they come out, record, and make sure the cops are not aligned. And they'll cover the counties, and they'll cover in the city. But the thing is, you don't have to pick up your phone to do it. We have smartphones now. You just hit the pin drop, and pin drop, and drop the pin wherever you're at, and send to them. Send them to your location, you know what I mean? And they'll come out, and they'll just stand by. You know, And that's something immediately that can address the police brutality but we need more than that just addressing police brutality is not going to change our, our communities so I, I'm I'm not for just standing around saying oh these police need to stop and then we'll be fine because we won't be fine things will still happen we'll still perpetuate and we'll still give them reasons on a regular basis I know things are going to happen I know they're going to hate us I know systematic racism exists but why continue to give them reasons than they already have? They're going to try to find reasons anyway. And, and don't record my insult the whole time call him a bitch or call him a pussy. Oh, that <laughs> shit was hilarious. It was funny, but he was drawing. Yes, and he was antagonizing the shit out of that cop. Oh, yo, it was, um, I don't know if it's true. I didn't really read it. It was just a drawing I seen on Facebook. I wanted to look into it, but it was a spot. I think in North Carolina they hadn't had a uh, grocery store for years. So the neighbors tried to come together and they actually started their own fucking grocery store. So they own it. The people in the neighborhood shop there. It's it's theirs. That's pretty dope. Huh. That's true. Because, yeah, you know, I was right. thinking once Pathmark closed, man, that was a green light. But unfortunately, you know, it just I don't think it happened too many places. But you know, Fresh Grocer just basically brought Pathmark. Path yeah. Oh, Fresh Grocer bought Yeah, they bought yep. Pathmark and they're just, re, they're just revamping Pathmark and they're making everyone a Pathmark. Because Fresh Grocer owned by ShopRite, so it's all one company. Yeah, so ShopRite basically took over everything. Or Fresh Grocer, you know. So, 
But I don't know, man. I think I think uh I think every time we try to deviate from this kind of shit, the country just never seems to to never ceases to amaze us and we end up back on this narrative again about protesting and racial tensions in the country and hopefully next week we'll be able to talk about some relationship shit man i'm trying to get into some some serious relationship shit man and man. anybody who's interested in coming on a podcast contact john's want to come yeah suck my contact us hey you know what I mean? let's not disrespect our women like this um robert you's a bitch <laughs> oh my name's not robert so you's a depends. bitch freeman <laughs> but uh, yeah, you hurt your hand, gold dust. <laughs> gold watch. <laughs> it's gold watch, gold dust. <laughs> gold. Oh. But but yeah, I mean, you know, hopefully, you know, next week we'll be able to uh, hit you with a lighter episode, yeah. one that isn't so serious. But but it all depends on how many people want to kill people this week and. Uh, how many times Donald Trump wants to come out? And oh, this is going talk. down at the RNC. It's already started. Yeah, yeah, you got the the RNC going on too. So, I'm sure we'll touch on that at some yeah. point. All next I week. know is the Democratic National Convention is in Philly, and that means bars can stay open till after two o'clock. So that's lit. Oh, I'm making and, so much money that we don't lift and Uber. And in the in the in the DNC is coming here yeah. to Philly, and I don't know. Maybe we should do a live podcast around that time. When is it here again? They're here. Next, they're here Tuesday. By I can work Tuesday next Tuesday. Yeah. Yo. Oh, f that. But they'll know. be in. The, but they're being in the city starting Thursday. Uh, I don't know. We'll see what happens. Yeah. I would love to do a, a, a would, live podcast. No. Because Bernie Sanders walks into the live podcast. Oh and my god. Oh, yeah, he oh does. that would be That'd love. Be horrible. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. You gotta that take one. that ass, bro. <laughs> <laughs> he, yo, he He's just coming like I'm ready. You gotta, I'm take, you gotta take the old man peen, yo. <laughs> you gotta take that Ben Gay peen. He won't come in with his hair standing yo, up yo, like in the picture. Yo, Elijah's really gonna change his name to Peen Malenko, yo. Yeah, Peen Malenko. Peen Malenko. Peen Mysterio Jr. Yo, Ant Ant had a um Ant had a married <laughs> yeah, <they got> confused. <laughs> Ant had a uh, Mary Fuck Kill for us. Oh yeah. Um Mary Fuck Kill Ant. An all lives member rally member, <laughs> Kevin Gates. Oh shit! Or damn, this is actually uh, this shit gonna be crazy. I think I'm moving my decision. Well, I'm waiting for the third choice. I'm waiting for the third choice. So far, we got. Mary fuck kill an all Bro, lives blue member. Lives matter. Holy shit! So, so the question is, Mary I, fuck kill all lives matters member, blue lives matters member, or Kevin Gates? Now, question is, the all lives and blue lives matter members are they are they males or females? Can we can we not do this? <laughs> Cause I gotta figure that out. To be fair, I guess the people, like they're, they're just people, so I guess it's both. Of them. All right, so one is a male and one is a female. But which one's male, and which one's female? Yeah, that would change a lot. 
Yeah. I think if the All Lives Matter one was a male, that might make it a little tougher. Yeah. Because if the Blue Lives Matter. Yeah, no, that's cool. Fuck it. Yeah. That's cool. All Lives Matter is a male and the Blue Lives Matter is a female. Yeah. And Kevin Gates, Mary Fuck Hill. <laughs> yo, you look a little. Nah, I don't trust this. I'm down. All right, who's starting it off? I started off. Fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> I made up my decision with the first two options. Nah, with the first pick, I'm, pick in I'm the draft? I'm fucking the Blue Lives Matter just on the show that they're the female. Yeah. Okay. So I'm fucking them. Um, I'm killing the All Lives Matters person. And I'm going to marry Kevin Gates. <laughs> oh, my God. Kevin Gates. First of all, I did a show with Kevin Gates. So Kevin Gates and I have a bond. Kevin, <laughs> no, Kevin, Kevin Gates is a cool-ass person on some real shit. <laughs> secondly, secondly, Kevin Gates be dropping that knowledge. And I feel like throughout our marriage, he'd be a, Yo, very, I hear this a <laughs> very supportive husband of me. So, there you go. That's my, that's my answer. Well, damn. Um... <laughs> I'm gonna. Bernie Sanders and Zayn Banks are not on the list. Bernie Sanders is not in this conversation, and neither is my fucking gorilla. So, I'm gonna marry. I'm gonna fuck the Blue Lives Matters chick. There you go. Just because she's a cop supporter, she's probably got fucking blonde hair, blue eyes. It's gonna be like a fucking X video skit or something. Oh shit. my god. <laughs> Such a filth. Can, am I gonna if the one I married, do I get to fuck them? You don't yeah, have yeah, to. You're too. married, I mean you can. So there's a lot them. of people that don't have sex with their wives and they're married to them. Don't look at me. I'm <laughs> 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 fuck out of here. You know what? I'm gonna say kill Kevin Gates. This is a fucking lose-lose for me, yo. Well, you already kill Gates, so you suck with one of whatever you make. So you're gonna kill Kevin Gates. And, his, and bury him with his two phones. Two <laughs> phones. I'm gonna kill Kevin Gates. I'm a fucking really, really? matter. I'm a married or all lives matter. And I have no idea as to why. I just. <laughs> <laughs> You're so stressed out. I just, so, I just don't wanna hold this shit up all with right. this life changing decision. Um, I'm fucking the Blue Lives Matter because that's the chick, of course. Marrying Gates because he puts fire mixtapes out in albums. <laughs> and. Justin and Kevin Gates' wedding. How would Spratt and Kevin Gates' wedding go? Well, he, he got performed really, really in two phones, along with half of Luca Brasi, too, and I'm straight. I wonder what y'all first dance going to be, too. Oh, my God. It'd be nothing, because hopefully the John Drake is still there, because I want parts, but it's not the point. Um, and other All Lives Matter, the one that's a male got to go. All Lives Matter. I'm sure. kill All Lives Matter, boy. Yeah. That's what I'm talking about. They're annoying anyway. Hmm. Their lives don't matter. And the Blue Lives Matter probably got some handcuffs so and get some shit, and I'm with there it. There we go. She gonna give you that porn star. And I'm with it. Now, disclaimer, the, the views of me on the podcast do not, do not count out the views oh of me in real life. Stop being a fucking pussy. <laughs> all my shit counts. Nigga, all that shit I said about the fucking All right, all right, all right. All right, I'm fucking the Blue Lives Matter chick. There we go. I'm killing the All Lives Matter boy. Yes. I'm marrying my G Kevin Gates because he's Muslim, so that means he can have multiple partners, which means he's going to get another wife. That means I can fuck her. Oh! <laughs> and you didn't think of this. Plot and you, twist. Plot twist. And you didn't think of this. And so you, you didn't s- think of this. You're just going to have sex 
with you're gonna kill Kevin Gates and have sex with this All Lives Matter guy. <laughs> yeah, and we're in the All Lives Matter Elevens. We stuck with Steph Curry's shoe. And you and you didn't think about this. You rap, right? Yeah. You could have did a track together. What's your husband? Gigs, that's it. That's my Elijah Gates. Like, yeah, Elijah why? Husband and husband team. Like, nah, nah, nah. I don't get tired. <laughs> Tell him, boo. No, I just want to That was a good one. So, yeah, anybody got any things coming up? Yeah. Wait, what about two-minute warning? Oh, yeah. I forgot about the two-minute warning. Who's doing the countdown? I did the countdown. Yo, I got a topic, yo. Things shorter than Joe Budden's Drake diss. Jesus. All right, and starting, <laughs> starting at five. There's four, not much starting. Things are shorter. I'm than about to start at five, four, three, two, one, go. Sorry, Reef. The Exodus of the Jews. <laughs> the Constitution. The Passion of Christ. <laughs> the New Testament. Slavery. <laughs> All Lives Matter rallies. Titanic on VHS. <laughs> Abraham Lincoln's inaugural address. The number of Jews killed in the Holocaust. Roots 1 and 2. <laughs> the Godfather series. The, um, the old preview channel on the old cable. <laughs> <laughs> A Joe Button intro. The number of slaves that got killed in the cross-Atlantic slave tree. Oh my, my God. God. <laughs> the SATs. Pokemon Go when the servers is down. <laughs> Pokemon Go when you can't find shit. <laughs> Legend of Zelda, Ocarina of Time. The number of Asians killed in Hiroshima and Nagasaki. Oh my, oh my god, god, what's wrong with you? Oh wait, Final Fantasy VII. Final Fantasy Fury! <laughs> <laughs> Time we waited for Tell to get here today. <laughs> <laughs> The number of different failed Power Ranger series. The number of subscribers we'll have after my comments come out in this episode. <laughs> <laughs> the length of Donald Trump's TV shows. <laughs> the parade of celebrations during the Olympics. 30 seconds. Oh, me, go. A New Yorker's uh, explanation of what when they met a shorty on the G stop. The number of <laughs> seconds it took for Goku to go Super Saiyan three. Jay Z's discography. Oh shit. Me in the bed. Ow. Oh. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm out. I'm out. Ten Ayo's hair. <laughs> this dick. <laughs> Tells movie career. <laughs> three, two, one. It's a rant. Fuck. <laughs> 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 I was ready for a rebuttal. <laughs> oh yeah, so we got some shit coming up, man. We uh, we kind of hit y'all with some heavy stuff, man, this this week. But uh, we'll be back next week with some, hopefully, some light shit. If y'all stop killing each other and stop acting ridiculous and just remember the golden rule: treat people the way you want to be treated. Who got some shit coming up? When's this coming out? Tomorrow. Isn't it a party? Uh, a birthday party going on Sunday or something? Oh yeah, we got that. Got the the party. That's right. June twenty fourth, right? Oh yeah, our party, uh, July twenty fourth. Yeah. At uh, That's Raven lit. Lounge. That's lit. Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. That's lit. Seventeenth and Samson. That's, that's lit. Hosted by Ehas over here, one of the birthday boys. Yeah, yeah. Uh, 
on the ones and twos. Murray on the ones and twos. And your boy on the ones and twos. I don't know why you garbage. Get the fuck. You won't even be there, all right? (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Fuck you. I'm nice. I'm I'm made from scratch. Ooh. So, Elijah, what, uh, you looking up all your movies that you're going to fucking be in? You looking on your I, little IMDb page or whatever? No, I'm not. No, I got a movie coming out. What's the name of it? They don't tell me shit. What's the name I of it? Iambougiedouche.com. I'm not bougie, I'm broke. Ask this name of the fucking film. Hey, 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 that's lit. Yeah, that raised the roof. So shout out to all of the, shout out to all of the uh, times that I've recorded Elijah like practicing his auditions and shit. That was the one. Exactly, the one. I know. And I probably, I probably killed that fucking role. And if they, if they would have. Focus. They gonna do the new version with you. They gonna, gonna, gonna get released. Yeah, and that shit gonna be released. Oh yeah. By the way, I have a movie coming out as well. I forgot to announce. Equity is coming out. I don't know when it's coming Are they out. Finally releasing it. They're finally movie? releasing it. The trailer with Anna Gunn from Breaking Bad. She was the wife on Walter White's wife on Breaking Bad. Um, she's uh, the star of the movie. It looks pretty dope. I, I looked at it. Um, I'm gonna be a random guy in that movie. <laughs> I have so, a movie coming out. Yeah? Yeah. Fuck's it called? Some shit we don't care about? Nah. I'll tell you after I record it after my birthday. Uh, <laughs> Intercourse. <Anyway. laughs> um, yeah, so. Delete. Uh, Delete oh, yeah, that. Uh, Undestimated 2. When's that coming out? Yeah. Uh, I have an actual announcement. This is an announcement about an announcement. I actually have an announcement with a release date the next episode of the podcast. So it's coming very, very, very soon. I can kinda, kinda guarantee that. But it's been another episode of The Glorious Bastards. We talked about shit that everybody else talked about, but we talk about it better mm-hmm. because we're The Glorious Bastards. Oh, shit. And, uh,. <laughs> What'd you say? I said, oh shit, we forgot to talk about Joe Buttons and Drake, but that's another time. <laughs> oh yeah, Joe Button and Drake, yeah. That's pretty much what we did our show on. Joe Button's this yeah. is another long diss after Drake dissed him like twice, right? Mm. Uh, yeah. He dissed him like... I haven't finished that diss, by the way. Which one? This shit is like seven minutes that long. Like You're talking making a murderer? Star Wars movie. Yeah. The first one, the second oh, he got one, two, the he third got, one. He got two more. That's three. You got three? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it was so hot. I'm just like, yo, I'm check, I'm hot it is. Check. I ain't listening to this shit for seven minutes. Well, when you get seven minutes within your busy, busy, busy schedule. Hey, I don't have check, seven minutes. Check it out. Well, split it up in like 30-second increments or something. That's what I mean. We week. did Lord of the Rings. So Watch that shit in shifts. When you, <laughs> when you figure that shit out, we'll get back and we'll discuss that shit. Awesome. Um, but yeah, we've had a pretty loaded episode. We'd like to thank everybody. For listening for yet again another episode. This has been another episode of the Glorious Bastards Podcast. Happy birthday to me. Happy birthday to Reject Reef. Happy random days to everybody else. I am about to get lit. God bless America. Much love. See y'all next week. And Reef, what are you? Peace. You're W. Mm. W. Mm. W. Podcast Champion. Shout out to the Dilapidated Boot.